HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hello and welcome. I am Katie Mosman-Wadler. I'm the Executive Director of Heritage Radio Network, and I am joined today by Nell Newman. She's an entrepreneur, environmentalist, and philanthropist, famously founded Newman's Own Organics, which I really credit with bringing organic into the mainstream, and was also a pioneer in the for-benefit business movement. Uh, now Nell runs the New- the Nell Newman Foundation, and also um, she works as a sustainable agriculture advocate. Welcome, Nell. Thank you. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. So today we are speaking to you from the back room of the Renaissance Forge, which is Angelo Garo's workspace, and we're in a smoky office. <laughs> We've been eating delicious charcuterie and drinking some wonderful wine from Cane Vineyard and Winery. Um, so it's a little bit of a rustic space, but also, um, you know, something that really has a lot in common with our studio in Bushwick. Uh, so we're feeling very comfortable here. Um, but now today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Good Food Awards you're presenting tomorrow night. And I was hoping you could tell me a little bit about what the Good Food Awards means to you. When Alice asked me to um, <clears throat> come and present, and actually, pre- and I actually did one of the um, opening speeches, I thought it was really the, um, it was one of the most interesting things I'd heard of recently, which was to give awards to small, sustainable producers um, all across the United States. I mean, that's what, that's what the movement has always been to me for organic agriculture was to promote organic agriculture, but to see actually awards going out to the small producers that are working at becoming organic and, and doing fine, amazing foods, you know, incredible caramels or a really special mustard. And, and for a long time, um, I was the jam judge. And, and I love jam, so that was really, that was a wonderful experience. So it really embodies everything that I've always believed in in terms of sustainable agriculture. Can you talk a little bit more about what it means to be a sustainable food producer today? There are so many areas that that could apply to. And to you, what's the most important part? Well, as a as a young adult, when I not even a young adult, when I was eight years old, I discovered the peregrine falcon was extinct east of the Mississippi, and I was fascinated by birds of prey. And when I asked my mother, you know, what what does that mean, you know, and why is that happening? She said, well, apparently it's due to something called DDT that we spray on our foods, and you know, it, it was such a mystery for me as a child, and the word organic didn't exist. So I ended up in the world of sustainable agriculture from a really, you know, young age having that deep 
understanding and watching um, in my backyard when the, the the guys would come to spray our apple trees. And finally, I ended up chasing them away. It, you know, it, it was just part of my makeup as a child. My mother was into natural foods, but natural foods didn't really mean organic in the late 60s, early 70s. So I feel like it's it literally in my blood. And um, as far as I'm concerned, it's obvious that it's the only it's the only method that really works. And it requires the same thing. We have not been growing conventionally for that long. Mm-hmm. And the improvements are not really founded. Um, before 1945, you had to be a really good farmer. Mm-hmm. And the sustainability of your farm was based on the size of it and your ability to produce your own fertilizer and um, the biodiversity on your farm. So it, to me, it seems like the obvious solution that we need to really be aiming towards. You mentioned that you were the category judge for jams for quite a long time. The Good Food Awards has added a number of new categories. Is there a category that you are most excited for during the awards tomorrow? It's going to be interesting. I didn't even get a chance to really look through. uh, I didn't get a chance to look through all the awardees. Um, I've known a couple of people in Santa Cruz that were awardees that award winners for jams and you know blind taste testing was so interesting to taste something that I thought I think I know whose that is Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so I think it's gonna be interesting to see they've got fish um, preserved fish meaning smoked fished Mm -hmm. uh, which will be that's a a new category Uh, last year I haven't judged for the last two years and I'm sorry about that because I would have liked to have seen you know the the honeys I mean Honey is going to be really interesting, and the and the um, the the little candies that they've been doing is has been. I can't imagine judging that, but uh, you know, every new category holds so many intriguing um, concepts. So the Good Food Awards is a project of the Good Food Foundation. Um, I know that you also run a foundation. We are a nonprofit radio network. You sit on the board of EcoTrust. And I thought it would be great if you could tell us, for our listeners, a little bit about the work that EcoTrust is doing in the food and agriculture space to spread awareness. Thank you. That, that's a great opportunity. Um, I've, I've known Spencer Beebe, who founded EcoTrust for about 30 years. Uh, he founded Conservation International, um, worked for the Nature Conservancy, and then basically got sick of traveling around the world and decided to return to his home base of Portland to do um, sustainable economies in the north in the Northwest, and <clears throat> so in the in the area of sustainable ag, the most recent thing they've been doing that's really fascinating is they have a new space called the Red, and the Red is to solve the last mile logistics that you have in the world of organic food. Um, it means that. Anything that comes, if you're trying to bring products into the city, what do you do in that, you know, you need a place to um, to maybe make your honey or maybe cut your meat or process your fish. So they've started this, this space called The Red, mm-hmm. and it's going to have... Um, it's going to have some office space. It's going to have some spaces for uh, manufacturing. It's got refrigeration. And then the, the distribution is all done by bicycle cool. throughout Portland because Portland is a crowded little city. Mm-hmm getting bigger all the time and so it's important to be able to transport and deliver your food there's a great little organization that's how they're doing their delivery so that that's one of the areas in the sustainable food world that ecotrust really works on they're they're very broad based in their perspective about how do you support sustainable economies but that is very specific so um 
we know that tomorrow is Inauguration Day, and there is a lot going on in San Francisco, in New York, across the country, across the world of um, political protest, political movement on a historical scale. And a lot of us are concerned about the future of regulation in agriculture. And I was hoping you could tell me your top three maybe priorities for the incoming administration as far as agriculture regulations. Well, I think I'm hopeful because that's really the only perspective I can have at this point. Um, in terms of, you know, my my perspective has always been the same in terms of sustainable agriculture, and that is funding of sustainable agriculture. Um, we need to have, um, when, when people say that you don't have uh, organic agriculture can't feed the world, my argument is, has always been equal funding over equal time. If you don't have equal funding, you've only got one-tenth of one percent of the budget, which is what it was in 93 when I started in the natural foods world, and I know it's more now. How can you ever compare it? So that, to me, is one of the most, I, I think that is the most important perspective. Um, I don't even know what two and three is, because to me, that is, that's the be-all, end-all. Without that, you can't, you don't have the evidence. I'm a, a biologist by training, uh, actually technically a human ecologist by training. Um, so I think that's, without the data, where are you going to, how are you going to make the argument for the fact that whether or not it does actually provide more food? Bravo, very well said. So uh, just to lighten it up a little bit, what are you most looking forward to in 2017? Surfing more. Right. <laughs> I live in Santa Cruz, and um, that was my, one of my New Year's resolutions was uh, to get out in the water more. It's, a very, it's, it's my church. Um, so the last question I want to ask you about is, um, this is a segment that we call Big Ups, and this is an opportunity for you to shout out somebody or an organization in the food world, the agriculture world, who's doing great work that our listeners should know about. Boy, there's so many. Uh, one of my, you know, well, two of my favorites, Mother Jones and Civil Eats are two of my, two of my favorites. One an, one an old-timer, one an up-and-coming. Up uh, two organizations that I, I personally support. Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks so much, Nell Newman, for joining us on Heritage Radio Network. We will be broadcasting live from the Good Food Awards tomorrow, January 20th, starting at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. So please tune in and you'll get a chance to hear from Nell again as she's presenting at the awards. So thank you so much. Uh, as always, you're listening to Heritage Radio Network.